Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we hop onto the railroad every other week and we take it to a different Disneyland attraction. I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my co-hosting crime here, Space Mount, regular Space Mountaineer. Uh, what's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. And then it's funny, I just said Disneyland, but uh, you guys will find out why later on. Actually, you guys know in the description. Today's wow. special. Today is a special day. Well, this whenever you listen special, to yeah. it, this is a special episode. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of traveling. It's going to take us, uh, give or take, two or three days to get there by train, right? I don't know how long it would I take. I thought we were walking, but <laughs> I'm glad we're doing train. We are going to take the train. I'm not walking to Disney World, and then we'll talk about that just uh, in a few moments. But I got some shout-outs at the top of the episode, like every other week now, on our Last episode, the Tiki Room, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. We have Disney Mommy of Two. Love this. The heart. Um, the, the Tiki Room got a lot of love, you know. For as much it's a as, classic attraction. For as much as you haven't been on it, uh, it got True a lot that. of love. True that. <laughs> um, so we appreciate the love on that. Uh, let's see. BrownBarbie.gov. My favorite attraction. So that's cool. So you and uh, Miss Wreckett have something in common there. So that's... When I listened back at that, I was listening to the song. The one line in the song where he says, the boys in the back are called macaws. And the one bird says, because of their claws? He goes, no, because they're macaws. I was like, that is golden right there, man. That's funny. I don't know why I listened back like, that's... (laughs) I'm glad I put that part of it in there. So, wow, I just spiked the mic. Sorry, guys. Um, that's Disney for you, right? Wrote, I'm at Disneyland right now, and I went to the Tiki Room for the first time. It was awesome. I loved all the birds and the flowers that were singing. Hopefully we inspired you to do that, because that's cool. You know, you're there, you listen to our show, go there. Or maybe it was just coincidence. That happens sometimes, too. Um, oh man. This person again, uh, <laughs> I guess I did pronounce their name right. Oh, you did. Perfect. Debbie... <laughs> Selly CEO. <laughs> I don't know why that doesn't sound right. I, I, I say that and it's like, um, this person writes, thanks for tagging me. I love the podcast. You did great with my name, by the way. 
That's, that's why I was laughing earlier. Sorry. Um, so it took me a while to learn how to pronounce. Uh, let's see. We are coming to Disneyland next week. Love all the info, and we are bringing our six-year-old granddaughter, who is just tall enough for Indiana Jones. Nice. Uh, she'll have a blast on that. Uh, let's see. I'll check out some of your previous podcasts. Thanks. Uh, check no, out Indiana Jones. Ch- check out episode what four? Four is Indiana Jones. And for you, thanks for you know listening to our show and going back and listening to it. Although you know some of it, we weren't as good as we, we currently are. I don't I don't know if that makes any sense. No, but I, I agree. We listen back. I think we've gotten better over time. Uh, we found our uh, niche. Is that that's the right word? Because I remember we were, we were a little rocky there at first, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously the sound, how it goes, you know, left ear, right ear. I love that. I love listening to it like that with the headphones on. Sort of a binaural recording, I guess. But uh, again, thank you for that. I'm glad I, <laughs> I'm glad I got your name right. I gotta stop laughing like that. That's <laughs> that's that's really spiking the. Sorry, I'll, I'll stop laughing. The tunes. <laughs> uh, Breezy Bake Oven. This is funny too. She writes great show, uh, and fabulous guest. Nice. <laughs> um, I promise I won't write a novel this time. There's a great documentary of the Enchanted Tiki Room on YouTube. If you really want to. Uh, Good in-depth history and interviews. Yeah, might check that out because I like I like seeing stuff like that. And then like like that video that I have that Walt the railroad one <laughs> that you haven't watched yet probably. <laughs> Come on, man. I know where it is. I mean, I haven't lost it. Get, get on I the train. To, get I on the track on that it. one. That's a great watch. It. it really is. If if this thing is anything like that, I definitely am interested. Um, it's the 193 journeys. Writes yes. With a smiley face. <laughs> uh, and then the Mrs. Swenson writes, Aha, I'm glad I'm not the only one distracted by the clickety-clack of the birds. Nice. I'm telling That's you, man. When you, when, you, when you get in there for the first time, you're going to no- notice that. But I'm hopefully going soon, but we'll nice. see. Nice. Go. Because um, I can. Coasters. I got those coasters for sale, so uh, we got those coasters for sale, I should say. It's our, you know... Uh, let's see, T-Z-N-Q-I-D, don't even know how to pronounce that, but super cool. And then another person is, uh, Helena Schley Designs. Nope, I read that wrong. Helen Ashley Designs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when, uh... Oh, man. Well, when they all, like, when, blend together, yeah, you, just, I you can't find read. a gap and it looks good. Yeah. Sorry about that. Love this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was the People Mover one and the Star Wars one. Uh, the Star Wars one is gone, but I have more. Like I said, I can. There's no limit to what I can do with the the coasters. True, true that. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think I posted yeah the flashback Friday of the Radiator Springs Racers because I've been trying to keep up with that. It's mm-hmm. I haven't been, but uh, let's see. West West Side. Oh man, West Sider. You sticker, very cool. So I, I, I just can't read. So uh, I don't think we had any shout-outs on Facebook, but we did uh, not. Okay, we didn't. You yeah. looked that up. Yep. So those are our shout-outs for the week, the the two weeks here. So uh, I'll let uh, regular Space Mountaineer take over. Yeah, if you haven't uh, checked out that Disneyland Inside Out app, definitely check it out. Um, comment on our episode on the discussion board section. Um, you can also check out some other forums that are on there as well. Comment, uh, share your knowledge or I guess lack of going to the park kind of like us we kind of talk on there all the time um, so get on there 
Also, check out the hours and schedule section. I talk about this all the time. I feel like it's my favorite section. Um, I'm going to the park hopefully soon, and we'll see how the attendance looks and the uh, show schedules, see what kind of things are going on. I can't wait. I don't think I've been during Christmas. Uh, like well, never? Mm, debatable. I went during the 60th, but it was mainly 60th and not as much holiday um, decoration, so I can't wait to see the full effect now that the 60th is over. Um, so can't wait for that. Um so I'll probably be hopping on that sometime soon. Do that tour. Do that yeah, holiday tour, Yeah, I actually tour, might man. do that tour. Either the holiday tour or the walking waltz oh, footsteps either, either tour. Either one would be so. amazing. It's like, like I always say, uh, I always wanted to stay in the Grand California, but it's always like, the Disneyland Hotel is very, you know, and I've already stayed at, at the Paradise Pier, so, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind staying there, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I would like to stay at the Disneyland Resort first, or the Disneyland Hotel because the entire thing is the resort. Right. But I'd rather stay at the Disneyland Hotel first than the Grand California for some reason. No, I get it. But maybe just for one night. <laughs> and then the rest of the nights I can get the mm-hmm. cheapest motel yep. 10 miles away just to make up for it. Yep. You know? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, we have a, kind of an interesting episode this week. This episode. This week. This two weeks. It's all you know, it's the same thing. You guys know what I mean. We're going to get onto the railroad. The railroad is going to go a little bit off the tracks, a little bit on the... Off the, the rails. Off the rails. Good one. <laughs> I don't know. Down the, you know, the I-10, I guess. I don't know how do you get to Florida. I don't but, know how uh, you get there either. <laughs> Probably not the 10. But. You know, but uh, we're going to go to Florida. We're going to go to Disney World, talk a little bit about that with the author of a book, uh, Disney by the Numbers. Um, and he's got the... It's an interesting book, so we're going to go talk to him. His name is Tony. Uh, so uh, let's get on the the Disneyland Railroad. And I think there's a transfer somewhere <laughs> down the line to the Disney World Railroad. we got to take that the rest of the way. I'm making stuff up. So let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Everybody, the railroad got us over here to Disney World in Florida safely. Uh, we were sitting here with Tony. He uh, wrote a book called uh, Disney by Numbers. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's all about Disney World, though. So it's a little bit of a different episode for us. And uh, we're going to dive into it because uh, we're here to learn a lot about Disney World. You know, it's still part of the Disney company. So, I mean, why not? So, hey, how you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? Great. Oh, we're doing great. Um, so cool. You have your book. Um, I was doing a little bit of research before we started recording, and there's, I didn't get many things because the book is there's a lot, a list of numbers of different things. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're Disneyland mainly, and we don't do much of Disney anything. We we've done it in the past where we compare certain things to what Disney World has, but we're only looking right. at you know what Wikipedia offers us and. Even even with our show, we don't do many of the facts. We just we just talk about it because we love going to Disneyland, and we're just big fans of it. You know, we're not really a fact based podcast, but this book is a hundred percent Disney World and a hundred percent you know facts. So, um, you want to talk a little bit about it? 
Yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it is primarily Disney World. Uh, hopefully there'll be a Disneyland version. Uh, Disneyland, uh, you know, facts are a little bit harder to uh, find and research. Because uh, I think some of them have become like myths and folklore. You know, it's part of the, the, the mystique of Disneyland. So uh, Disney World seems to more loosely put out this information in press releases and on the Disney Parks blog and things like that. So hopefully someday there'll be a Disneyland book. But right now there's a, a Disney World book. Um, I know it's not where everything started, but that's where I started. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and how far are you away from, the, from Disney World? I'm about uh, 12 minutes uh, I live right near the uh, airport, and it's a straight shot right down one highway, boom, right at uh, the Magic Kingdom front door. Nice. 12, 12 minutes sounds good to me. You know, takes me longer than that just to get to work. I you mean, know, even, so. even 30 minutes or like an hour, I, I would take that. Yeah. Well, you guys live in California, and there's a lot of traffic, I'm sure. Oh, we're out of, we're out of Phoenix. I mean, there's there's our fair share of traffic. I'm not gonna lie, but Cal- yeah. California, I I do not want to deal with that. I would not want to deal with that every day. Never. You yeah, know, we, we deal with it enough yeah. going on vacation, but that's that's plenty for me. Oh. Right, right. For right. the um, some of the comparisons that I had, uh, when you talk about Disneyland in your book, is one of them is that there's that five Disneylands can fit in the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom. Like, yeah. You could probably fit even more because they've expanded the parking lot uh, <laughs> recently here. <laughs> and, that, and that's just one park, right? Not, not the whole Disney World. It's just the Magic Kingdom alone, right? Because there's four different yes. theme parks? Yeah. Yeah, there's four different uh, theme parks, two water parks. But, yeah, you can fit Disneyland in our uh, Magic Kingdom parking lot. Five so, of them. That's, that's insane. That is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it is pretty crazy, but, you know, it, there's a... There's a very big difference. I like Disneyland more so than Disney World. Uh, you know, Disney World is this world-class destination with lots of international travelers, lots of people from visiting different countries. And I'm not saying that Disneyland doesn't get those, but I think it's more for the locals. I mean, if you look at Disney World, you can't even find a park bench. If you go to Disneyland, there's a park bench, like, all over the place. I mean, like, the hub... I think it's got like six or seven of them, probably even more. So one is a park and one is a tourist attraction. That's the way I kind of think of the, the two parks. Uh, and I really prefer Disneyland uh, a lot more because you really don't wear out a pair of sneakers going, you know, from, you know, Frontierland to Tomorrowland. Um, everything is very compact. You know, there's an attraction downstairs, and maybe there's a restaurant upstairs, or maybe there's a restaurant downstairs, and an attraction upstairs. So it's a very compact, uh, uh, you know, park, and I, I kind of like that uh, element of it. Yeah, I was, I was saying and my... It is where the Walt started. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's. Yeah, you can do the uh, tour and when Walt steps, or what's, what's that called? Walking exactly? Walt's I always, yeah. I don't know why I always yeah. forget that. I haven't <laughs> actually done that, but I always forget that, the name of it. Yeah. And I was talking to my sister, yeah. who has been there. And she's saying that it takes, give or take, an hour to get from one park to the next park via, you know, monorail or boat, or, yeah. I guess, on some of the parks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, say to get from the Magic Kingdom to uh, Epcot, which is very close, you know, as the crow flies. But if once you get on Disney transportation, you have to take a monorail from the Magic Kingdom to the trans- 
Transportation Center, switch monorails, and then get on the Epcot monorail, which would then take you, obviously, to Epcot. And that whole process could take you an hour, and maybe even more, depending on how long the lines are at uh, the Transportation Center. So, it's, it's a very different place. Uh, you know, my first visit to Disneyland, I got to the Disneyland Hotel, and I was asking the uh, the the cast member at the front desk that you know how do I get to the park in the morning you know is there a bus or a monorail or a boat and she goes she's looking at me like I'm crazy she's going you just walk that way and she's pointing like down the street I'm like what do you mean you walk there's no trans no 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 there's no transportation you walk (laughs) just walk down to the uh, promenade and that's uh, there's a one park on the left side and one park on the right side wow so that is And one of them is, is connected to the park. Is there any hotels like that at Disney World that's entrance from the actual oh, yeah. hotel? Well, not really. There's, there are a couple hotels that are close. Uh, like in uh, Epcot, uh, there's the yacht, the beach, and the boardwalk, which are within walking distance of what they call the International Gateway uh, to Epcot. Epcot's the only park here in Florida that has two entrances. Uh, one for those resorts and then the main entrance in the front of the park. Uh, all the other parks only mm-hmm. have one entrance. So that kind of makes Epcot a little unique in that fashion, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, California Adventure has that sort of only only for hotel access. Uh, Disneyland's right. just the one. And I, I don't know why. I, I, are they making a second one or is that not even... Was that talked about? Second what? Entrance. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't think... Yeah. Yeah, it just needs one entrance. You don't want to. It gets too complicated yeah. after that. I don't know. I mean, you can think of yeah. the entrance, in a sense, in Downtown Disney. You can ride the monorail to Tomorrowland from Downtown Disney. Yeah, if you consider right. that an entrance, I guess. I mean, that could be considered an entrance. Boom! You just proved right. it. Yeah, you need <laughs> your, your mind. Yeah, you need your yeah you need your ticket media to get on that monorail. It's exactly. Not, yeah. You know, and you go through your bag check and. Security check there, so right. It was, I guess, it'd be considered an entrance. Yep, we're doing. And that's it. another we're great thing it. that you guys, you guys still get to ride in the front of your monorail. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a long time since we've been in the front of any monorails here. That's weird. Is it because the lines, or is it they cut those off? Uh, no, there was a there was an accident, and uh, since our monorails are considered transportation and not an attraction. Uh, the National Transportation Safety Board uh, advised Disney that passengers shouldn't not be allowed to ride up front. So since then, uh, we've been banned from the front of the monorail. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I guess. Take that for granted, I guess, here. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. So much so, I haven't sure. been on the monorail in like two I, years. I though. know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's not for lack of trying, though. It's yeah, just, just either closed or just lines too long or you know other things to do. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, right. Another comparison I had, and this is kind of goes along with the parking lot one, is that Disney World uh, combined is twenty seven thousand acres, whereas mm-hmm. Disney combined, I read from both parks, was um, well, I guess just the two parks anyway were one hundred and fifty two. I don't think that included Downtown Disney or anything like that, but one hundred and fifty two anyway. So if you add a Downtown Disney into that, there's a little bit more than that. It's still close to 20 times bigger not 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 that much but it's a it's a lot bigger yeah. of a park if you think about like the um the land so for 27,000 acres i read that um not not even half of that is developed right as far as yeah park goes. pretty much not yeah 
Uh, a lot of it is uh, undeveloped. Uh, some of it's been uh, set aside for uh, conservation. Um, you know, they they built the city in one portion of the property, uh, a town called Celebration. It was owned, uh, it's still owned by Disney, but it's now it's operated by a management company. Uh, they recently sold some of the property near Fort Wilderness. Uh, I can't ever say sell because they still own the land. They they rented to the Four Seasons, and the Four Seasons built a, you know, a very nice deluxe resort. And then inside of that, they built another uh, little community called Golden Oak. Uh, those homes that are owned, well, sold by Disney, uh, start at $1.2 million and go up from there. And the Four Seasons residents that they're building, I think, are going to be twice the size of Golden Oak and selling for twice as much. So... There's a lot of uh, property, yeah. There's a lot of property here, and they haven't even touched, you know, probably uh, half of it. Wow. Um, so there's a lot more things that could be built. Uh, we're waiting for, you know, a fifth park. I'm sure you guys are just hoping for a third park, but we're hoping for a fifth park. <laughs> yeah, it might help with the yeah. crowd control a little yeah. bit, or even a, a water park. You said there's two over there. I mean, at least one. They should build yeah. across the street or somewhere. I don't know where. I mean, but that'd be cool. It would help a little bit. I'd, yeah. I would check it out one of the days that you're there for a few days, you know. Um, with those yeah. homes that you said people can buy those, I mean, this might sound weird. Does that come with, like, a Disneyland pass or is that extra? No. Uh, the Golden Oak homes, from what I heard, uh, come with a lifetime pass for the family. Uh, there's a town car that will pick you up. Uh, take you to, you know, any park or downtown Disney, uh, wherever you want to go. They'll do the, like, grocery shopping for you. Uh, if you don't feel like cooking, you can have a chef come in and cook for you. So there's a lot of amenities that come with that. But it is $1.2 million. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> Let's you, not forget the price tag. Exactly. Yeah. You paid for it. It's kind of like the uh, That's crazy. Club 33. If you have a membership, the, the food's not sure. even included. Like right. you, I mean, if No, you, it's not. You have the money. I mean, you're, you're not really worried about that too much, but you would you would think yeah. that it might be included. You know, a meal, a yeah. few meals a year. I don't know how, how often people actually use that when right. they have it. Because mm-hmm. me, I'd use it all the time. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So club club thirty three, uh, you have to pay a membership, and then there's a monthly maintenance fee on top of that. Uh, it used to include a day pass. So if you made a reservation. Uh, you would get a day pass, and then you could go to the park for the day. That, uh, I think it was once they did the remodel, they took that away. So now you have to have a park ticket to oh, get wow. in, to go to go eat at the place that you paid all that money to go eat at. Uh, and yes, food is not included. I've eaten there a couple of times. Um, and if you ever have the chance, the food is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's really, well, I, I, I like the older version better. But once again, that's just me uh, being, you know, I guess a purist. Um, but, you know, I, I get it. They wanted to make it a little bit bigger, include more people. Uh, so we'll see. You know, you also have the lounge at uh, Carthay's Circle now, too, right? That's yeah. a private lounge. Yeah. A pr- oh, a private lounge? No. I didn't know about that. I know there's the you know regular lounge and then obviously the seating. Did you know that, Space Mountain? I did not know. Hmm. Well, yeah, I think it has. I think you have to have a Club Thirty Three membership, and then there's a, a kind of a secret lounge at, at Carthay Circle that 
Oh, wow. uh, Clothing group members can use as well. I want to say I did hear that on another podcast. They were talking about that. I think now that yeah. you're, you're mentioning, it's like it's 1901 or something like that. Did yes, that, that mm-hmm. I did hear about that then. Okay, because that's the year he was yep. born. So, all right, and right. Uh, I've I've heard vaguely. I just I just forgot about that until you just mentioned it. That's that's cool. I, you yeah. said you got in there. How did how did you get in there to eat uh, to Club Thirty Three? Yeah, so a friend of mine uh, here in Florida has a friend in I think Nevada, who's a retired judge from Orange County who has a membership. Wow. My friend and, Joe uh, said he's eating there too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were going to Disneyland because of the expo, Detroit the Expo. And uh, he says, hey, I think I get us into Club 33. I'm like, hey, if you get us into Club 33, <laughs> count me in, you know. And uh, he did. And uh, I think we went, well, we've been back and he, we've gone there again. And then even worse, on we did a trip uh, an adventure by Disney and we went there once on our own and then twice with I think the adventure by Disney um, so we went there like three times in one trip wow. which is probably more than most people go you know in, in a, a lifetime, lifetime yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And we were there three times in one trip yeah yeah we had breakfast lunch and dinner there so uh, I've had you know all different kinds of meals there so it's a very fun place like I said um, it's a good place to see um, Fantasmic you know kind of through the trees you can see some of the stuff happening on the rivers of America there so I wouldn't even need to eat there I just would want to go in there like yeah. you said watch the show or even just tour you know give, mm-hmm. people, give people a tour man no uh, it's got it's to stay yeah. exclusive somehow I mean like I said, our, nice, our friend yeah. Joe has eaten there, and I don't, I don't, I didn't even ask him how he got in there for Walt's. He said Walt's birthday. I remember that one time you talked about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. He gets to do a lot of fun yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, he does. So, um, if you if you get a chance and you can afford it, do the adventure by Disney, uh, Southern California. It, it's a really nice uh, trip, and uh, you go backstage at Disneyland. They'll take you to Club Thirty Three. You have uh, dinner at Carthay Circle. Uh, you go to the studio. Uh, they take you, you know, to Imagineering. Um, where else uh, did we go? We went uh, on the, the lot. We went to make it to Glendale, uh, where the Imagineer store is. That you can buy all the Imagineering gear. Uh, it, it was a lot. It was a great trip. I had a lot of a lot of fun. Um, so we get a chance. It's a little pricey, but it is concierge group travel. So it's like up to 20 people will be in your group, maybe a little bit more. I think maybe 25 is the max. Um, and you start in Hollywood, and then you go to um, uh, Burbank, and then you come back to Disneyland, and uh, you never have to touch your bag. Uh, when you're leaving one hotel, you just leave the bag in the room. Somebody comes in, takes your bag, puts it on the bus or whatever, and puts it then back in your room. Uh, the motor coaches are really nice. They have water. They bring water and snacks on them so you don't have to sit there empty-handed and hungry uh, for the bus ride. It's a great trip. If, you, if Like I said, it's a little bit pricey, but if you have the chance, you get to see things that you'll never get to see uh, with any other Disney experience. Hmm. 
That does sound That's cool <laughs> It's like a Like a bucket list type thing Yeah you know, So is Seeing 33 Just at least seeing it one time um, Yeah Yeah no, That sounds cool That sounds like Similar on a Smaller scale The the Some of the tours You can do at Disneyland I don't know if they have Any of those at Disney World Like uh, the holiday tour Or the holiday uh, I guess it's the holiday tour mm-hmm. For like 80 yeah. some odd dollars Right Right Yeah we have And we have the holiday service tour We have what they call the keys to the kingdom that's all four parks uh backstage in one day it's very brutal um it's a lot of walking uh they do give you lunch on that one there's some other ones that are half days of you know say just the magic kingdom and the utilidor so yeah we have a lot of different tours here we even have a walk a walk and walk uh, footstep tour which is kind of weird because walt never walked here mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean he did <laughs> He did when he was, you know, scoping out the land, planning the so. park, and yeah, scoping out the land and stuff. But, um, you know, he never, he, you know, he never got to see the finished product. Yeah. If you ever see that, um, probably that uh, there's a pretty famous photograph of Walt with this giant X, and that's where he wanted to put the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, you can you can find that online. It's a pretty famous picture, and that's that's. Really, the last time probably Wolf was ever standing in Florida um, before he got sick. So. What is that the spot where they built it then? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, yep. that's good at yep. least. <laughs> X marked the spot. That's where we right. stopped in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Sound is treasure. Um, yeah, exactly. Another comparison exactly. I had. Um, let's see. Well, the construction, speaking of building Disney World, it took 52 months, which is just over four years to build. Yeah. Well, to, you know, from breaking ground to opening, because like like we say, as long as there's imagination in the world, mm-hmm. they're not being done. That's true. They're yes. not done being built, I guess. Whereas it's 12 yeah. months, one year for uh, Disneyland from groundbreaking to opening day, which is four times as, as long, give or take, you know? Right. So that's right. Uh, that's a crazy. Say, yeah. So the construction was a little bit different. You know, in California, uh, uh, you guys don't have this sandy, wet surface that we have here in Florida. You know, we can't have you know basements because the water table is like two inches below ground. So, in order for things to get built, they have to kind of build them, build up the land, put up some topsoil and things like that. So here, our Magic Kingdom. Is actually on the second floor. So what they hmm. built on the first floor is what they call the utilidors, and that's where all the cast members are. Um, you know, one of the things that Walt did not like in Disneyland is, you know, a guy from Frontierland, you know, walking through Tomorrowland in his, you know, Frontierland costume. Yeah. So he kind of solved that with these utilidors, which are, you know, it's like a hub and spoke underground system where all the cast members can go down, and if they need to go to Tomorrowland, they can walk across the utilidor and then pop up the stairs, you know, in Tomorrowland without being seen by any guests. And, uh, you know, so our, you know, Magic Kingdom is actually sitting, you know, on the second story of this. And it's, uh, I think if you look at our train station, I think the elevation is 145 feet uh, above ground. Uh, is the elevation marker there? So that's interesting too. A little bit different, yeah. 
Yeah, I was told there's a, a tour for that too, like an underground tour. I don't know if you have to win it or if you have to pay for it or what, but a friend of mine said he, he did that, like an eight-hour tour. I don't know if that's... I just heard that one time yeah. and it sounded really interesting, especially what you're saying is if there's a bunch of people, I just imagine... <laughs> That movie Little Monsters where everyone's just walking around mm, underground. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That's what went through my head. Yeah. This guy's wearing a Space Mountain outfit. And he's over <laughs> here walking around going to lunch or something. I don't know. That's funny. Right. There's a complete city underneath there. There's a, a barbershop. There's a cafeteria. There's uh, the character zoo. That's where all the animals are. Uh, there's uh, the wardrobe. All of those things that you know it needs underground. You know, to support the Magic Kingdom uh, is down there. And the other interesting thing you'll see is, uh, you know, a specialized uh, vacuum uh, trash system where it shoots the trash, uh, you know, into these uh, bins uh, from different areas in the park. You know, so rather than cast members having to haul the garbage around, they can bring them to these special things, throw the trash in there, and then the trash is sucked, you know, to the, uh, the, the container. Hmm. Uh, trash. You, when you're down there, you'll hear things, you know, rattling around in these giant tubes. That's trash moving at 60 miles an hour <laughs> above your head. That's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You, it, if you get the chance, take the tour. I think they have one that's a little bit shorter than eight hours, uh, but still includes the Utilidor tour. So, yeah, that, stuff like that. I, I mean, we've been to Disneyland. I'm, I'm never ever I don't think going to get tired of it but I always like to do something new even if a ride mm-hmm. breaks down in the middle of it I have to walk off and they hit the lights you know differently than they would normally do I like doing different things like that because you know as many times as, we, as we've went we've done it all mm-hmm. in the normal experience uh, including right. some stuff in a not so normal experience and that, that kind of stuff is kind of fun mm-hmm. you know especially like I said yeah. when a ride breaks down is like one of the you know, I never had a water ride, water ride breakdown though. So nope, you know, swim off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, good thing I'm not a swimming three feet I, of water. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be want to walk around in some of that water. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's empty and cleaned as much as we think it should be, <laughs> or hope it would be. Yeah, or hope it would be. I'll speak. You know, I always say uh, here in Florida, if you ever got into you know Bay Lake or Seven Seas Lagoon. That's the two bodies of water, you know, in front of the magic. You would probably need a tetanus shot uh, because you know, you know, there's like boats in there all day long dumping, God knows what, and people throwing their stuff over. I, I would never get in that water. <laughs> and when it says no swimming, I'm thinking no swimming. I don't even want to be in it to walk in it. Yeah, no. yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah. Speaking of water, though, the I read on there Splash Mountain. Uh, and, and this is at Disney World. Um, I don't. I don't remember what I read. It takes like twenty minutes to drain, or something like that. Uh, yeah, twenty minutes is all it takes to fill it with nine hundred sixty-five thousand gallons of water. Wow, that sounds quick. Yeah, and that nine hundred sixty-five thousand gallons of water is recycled every four minutes through the uh, pumping system. So okay. Yeah, hmm. and I think yours is about the same. I think they're almost they're almost pretty identical. Uh, the Disneyland and the Disney World version. They're, they're pretty close. I mean, when, one. when would they ever drain Is it only for, like, maintenance they drain it? Stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think our Splash Mountain is down right now um, for some painting, so... Um, 
Yeah, they would probably drain it, you know, take the boats, paint the boats, you know, do the repair on the, any of the track that, you know, needed any uh, repairs, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, that, was, that was the one that kind of stood out to me when I, when I was reading that earlier. Uh, let's see if we have any other ones that were... Another comparison. This is going to go off off the the topic of an attraction, anyway. As far as the employees at Disney World, 27, oh yeah, seventy thousand compared to twenty three thousand. Right. And I read that back in two thousand and five when they do it, they were doing the fiftieth, um, like ten or fifteen ways. I don't remember the number um, ways to do Disneyland. <laughs> And one of them that stood out to me was that you can have more fun as an adult than you can as a kid. I vouch for that. And another one was that there were 21,000 employees at the time. And I was like, that's such a high number. Where do they put mm-hmm. them all? Like, who, where, yeah. where are they working? And you know, and then you compare now 70,000, yeah. which that makes a little more sense. The, all the theme parks, six, if you want to get technical. And then how, how many hotels are out there? Disney hotels. Uh, we have, yeah, we have 22 hotels. I, I thought you were going to say maybe like five or six. Compared to our, yeah. we have three uh, main not, ones. And then, yeah. I don't know if the good neighbor ones count as Disney properties. I don't think they don't do, think so, but there's no. three. That's, that's crazy. There's one that's similar because yeah. there's the is the main one out there. Is it the Grand Floridian? The Grand Floridian is the granddaddy. Um, the better Grand California. The, yeah, the Grand. Uh, yeah, that would be comparable to your Grand. Uh, California, which I hear is going to get a little rehab, um, which will be nice. I don't, I don't think it's had one in a long time. Uh, but yeah, our we, we have we have plenty of hotels. We have uh, you know deluxe hotels, moderate hotels, uh, and then value hotels, and then we have uh, Disney Vacation Club on top of that. So, wow, yeah. that's crazy. That yeah, there's everything for every little price range, and if you don't like those prices. Uh, there were plenty of hotels, uh, you know, on iDrive and 192 and Hotel Plaza Boulevard and all these other areas uh, up and around Disney property. You know, it was like Disneyland, you know, was built on, what was that, Harbor Street, and, and everything descended upon Disneyland. All that stuff is filled up with all this other you know, hotels and businesses and stores and mm-hmm. things like that. Well, right outside of the property lines of what Disney owns is what happened here. You know, everybody built their hotels all around the property lines of Walt Disney World. So it, it's the same thing. It's just further away from uh, the theme parks. Yeah. So. It's like, a, like a, its own community. So Yeah. You know, yeah. I was thinking yeah, about if I go is. there, like where, where I would stay if I wanted to stay off the property. And right. it would just be like nowhere close, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I imagine yeah. just this big driveway, and he's like, "You don't, if you're not staying on the property. You can't walk there at yeah. all." Whereas Disney, yeah, they say on, yeah, they say on an average day, between the employees, the guests, and vendors, there's about a quarter of a million people on Disney property wow. um, during the day. So that's a lot of people. That's you know, that's it's not like Manhattan, but it's like the size of Manhattan, but Half as many people, so yeah. well, wow. fourth less people. Um, <laughs> so, so it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people in one area that Disney has to, you know, keep track of in some kind of sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, so, as far as your book, 
is there any other highlights that you that you have in there that you might want to, I guess, talk to us about? Because I only I only looked up those few things as far as Disneyland goes because I really didn't have much time uh, with my new schedule right. to do any kind of research. I just did a little bit before. Um, I, I I really wanted to do more, but like I said, it's just new job and all that. Mm. It's just just it's just the time, and that's one reason why right. I'm glad we're only doing this every two weeks. It's just because <laughs> of the time and you know all that stuff. Yeah. So. Hey, podcast podcasting is time consuming. It's not. Uh, we do two shows a week, so um, I know your pain. <laughs> two shows a week. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. No way. I, I, we used to yeah. do like a long time ago. We used to do yeah a couple shows a week, and yeah, the the time it takes to edit and everything. Sometimes it takes longer than than others. So that's why it's always, I always do it a few days out, just so I have time. And you know, if I want to go to right. go to it one day, I can do it and. Then, come back to it the next day if I need to but you know it's only if I'm lacking yeah. some inspiration yeah. right right and so the book covers everything it covers uh, you know all four of the theme parks uh, it covers the water parks the resorts it covers uh, all aspects of kind of the Walt Disney World dining like how many hamburgers and hot dogs and cokes they serve uh, it covers a lot of the recreation it covers like the transportation like the railroads and the monorails and the boats, things like that. And then there's a whole section on what we call the miscellaneous things. Uh, you know, like how many pounds of laundry they, you know, process a day. Um, you know, things like uh, horticulture, holiday decorations. Uh, Disney is its own community, has its own um, uh, city part, which is called the Reedy Creek Improvement District. That's the governing body of uh, Walt Disney World. They're the group that gets to, you know, make the building codes and things like that. Uh, along with the Reedy Creek Improvement District goes uh, the fire department uh, and ambulance as well. Hmm. Uh, they fall under that um, governing body as well. So they do have uh, a meeting. I think they have to have a meeting like once a year by law. Uh, when, when I worked uh, security back in the 90s um, they took us out to this this trailer out in the middle of the woods and they're like this is town hall I'm like what? <laughs> what what are you talking about this is town hall well by, by law they have to have a town meeting and this is where they have the town meeting uh, there's there's like nine no seven seven people that serve on the board that make up the town council of Reedy Creek Improvement District and once a year, they have to have a meeting by law uh, in order to keep their um, their governing body. Uh, when Walt uh, petitioned the state to build the park, one thing that a lot of people don't know is Walt Disney World has the right to build a nuclear power plant uh, to create their own energy if they so choose. Wow. So think about that for a second. <laughs> we'll turn, the, the, uh, we'll turn I, into the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a, a, a double function. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you walk out with a little uh, plutonium sticking to your sneakers. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so, you know, Disney World was really Walt's, you know, big, big dream of, uh, you know, what what he really wanted to do with Disneyland, but was not, I can't say not smart enough, but didn't, you know, didn't buy as much property as he thought he would 
want and need and uh, you know keep the hotels and all the other you know stuff out so, uh, there's a lot of things you know that can be done down here that probably can't be done anywhere they, they maintain their own roads uh, in the book I have how many miles of lane highway uh, they maintain uh, right now they're doing a big uh, road construction project most of the roads are being expanded to uh, carry more traffic uh, because you know, a lot of them are, you know, one lanes in each direction. And with the amount of visitors we get, uh, you know, to this world now, uh, one lane in each direction is not significant enough to move. You know, when the park dumps at a 10, 10, 11 o'clock, it's just not enough to get everybody out onto, uh, you know, the major uh, roadways. So they're uh, expanding a lot of the roads. Uh, so that'll be good. That's cool, yeah. Um, yeah I should mention... Uh, uh, you can buy the book at uh, DisneyByTheNumbers.com. Uh, from now, probably till the end of the year, uh, I, I will sign it and ship it to you. Uh, the shipping will be free from now until the end of the year. Uh, so you can go get that at Disney by the Numbers. Uh, if you don't want it signed and you don't uh, want to buy it off my website, you can go to Amazon.com. Uh, you can buy it from Amazon. Unfortunately, it won't be signed. Uh, so you can get it there. And uh, then if you want to listen to me, I have a podcast, too, uh, Disney uh, Parks Podcast. We talk about Disney news from all the parks. And then uh, on Fridays, we do what we call our infotainment show. So it could be an interview or it could be us talking about, you know, what we'd like to see as a fifth park or, you know, why didn't they build a parking garage at the Magic Kingdom? Uh, so we'll find some kind of crazy topic or we talk about historical things uh, we have a show where we want to talk about uh, the nine old men we did a little research on the nine old men we want to talk about them So Friday show is kind of potluck but uh, we call it the infotainment because it's a little information and a little <laughs> entertainment <laughs> and I gotta apologize I was calling it for some reason I was saying Disney by numbers it's it's by the numbers I, I don't know why I was saying that so Earlier in the podcast, you'll hear that, and this is me correcting myself before it, <laughs> it becomes too late. Um, I don't know why I was saying that. That's fine. Like, That's I have fine. a picture in front of me and the book in front of me, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to, uh, you know, come up with a contest, uh, you know, a raffle copter, or you want to do some kind of trivia or something, uh, you guys can come up with a contest. Uh, just email me the winner's address, and I'll uh, send them a free copy of the book. There Sweet, yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Um, what do you want to uh, do? Well, we, let's, let's let's do it on the spot, like we. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we we tried the raffle copter thing one time. Um, I guess I still have it. I can, yeah, I can do that. I can do a, I can do a contest, and um, yeah, we can announce a winner in two weeks. I guess I'll figure it out, and I'll put it out there on our Instagram and whatnot, and uh, get some of those going. Yeah, because we didn't, we haven't done raffle copter and like a year and a half or so. It was one of our first contests that we did, so I still have it. Right. So, yeah, right. that sounds good. That's probably the most fair way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's how I get rid of some of my my, my Disney stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm using my air quote stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I go, I go to some of these media events and other things, and, you know, they give me, you know, water bottles and canvas bags, and I'm like, what, what am I going to do with that? Do I look like a water bottle, canvas bag type <laughs> person? <laughs> So, um, I just give them back to our, you know, listeners. How long did it take so, you to, to write the book? Whoa, that was a long time. Yeah, 
Um, I'm going to say probably about seven years uh, from start to finish. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because, like, I didn't have enough stuff or I was doing more research. It was just, uh, I, I probably had, you know, a lot of it done pretty early on. Uh, it was trying to find somebody to publish it was the hardest part. Um, you know, I went uh, to many, I wrote to many, many, uh, you know, different publishers. Uh, I got a book which was called How to Write a Book Proposal. There was a book on how to write a book proposal, which I thought was <laughs> very funny. Yeah. And uh, I sent out many, many, many different uh, book proposals to many, many, many uh, publishers. And then I found this one uh, guy at Theme Park Press, uh, Bob, who only publishes books about Disney. Disney World, Disneyland, being okay. a cast member, whatever. And uh, he says, oh, yeah, I'll publish a book. I'm like, all right, it's all yours. I'll send you the manuscript. Cool. And uh, that was just uh, last September. So, um, you know, it's been uh, ongoing probably since uh, the early 90s um, when I originally worked in uh, Walt Disney World down here in Florida. Um, I started then, actually started with my first trip back in 1976 when I got spit by the Disney bug. Um, and then, you know, kind of grew on from there. So I've been working on this a long time. Nice, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that was one thing I was wondering the whole time is is that. So that's, yeah, seven years sounds about what I was thinking. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking multiple years, not quite seven, but multiple years for sure, because this is a lot of information in there, a lot of research you had to do. And, yeah. Um, yeah. A good yeah, thing. I used to, uh, yeah, you know, I, you guys were, I think, talking about Wikipedia. Wikipedia is, Okay, it's not always the best source for things. I try to verify things a couple different ways. Uh, you know, a lot of the information, well, probably not a lot, but there is a good uh, chunk of information. If you remember those uh, History Channel shows, you know, uh, you know, there's the Magic Kingdom, the Epcot, and they, they kind of talked about all the parks down here in Florida and even Disneyland. Uh, a lot of them are chock-filled with facts. Uh, and I used to play them, well, record them on VHS at the time when they were out, record them and then play them back and try and get all of the facts from them. Uh, I used to go to the library. I used to go to Barnes & Noble, uh, sit there with my Starbucks and pull all the Disney books off the shelf and try and, you know, look at them, gather some facts from them. Um, there was a lot of different ways I, I went and gathered cast members or also you know, good source, but, you know, they're, they're an interesting source because it depends on how long they've been working at the park. If they've been there a very, very long time, they probably have the correct information. If they've only been working there maybe a couple of years, maybe five to ten years, I found that sometimes it's like the old telephone game. You know, their supervisor told them one thing, their training person told them something else, uh, they heard from other cast members something different, so it's kind of morphed into this whatever it is now, and then they'll tell you that, and you're like, well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it all depends on, uh, the old timers have the best information, sometimes it's dated information, because 
they really don't care to go back and find out that it's been updated, that, you know, maybe there's not 233 dolls in It's a Small World. You know, maybe they were told there was only 220, and they've added 13, and they just don't care to go back to find out. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes their information is a little dated, too. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's fun. It's fun. It's something that gives you something to do in the park when, uh, you know, when the attraction line is 60 minutes. Yeah, I, I I like the format of it, and I like the, that you explained that there's no format or, or whatever. There's not a, a normal format for a book, and it's just you know line by line of different numbers, and there's not really much like detail leading into it. I I like that. I, I don't, and especially like I yeah. said, especially how you explained it. It's just like don't expect it to be a normal book format. So that, that, right. that that's kind of cool, and I and I like stuff like that too. Is why do you got to stick to a format, you know? Like, you want to want to write a movie script that has to be formatted a certain way? Just do it. If it's good, right. it's good. Yeah. I don't know. That was a little bit off yeah, topic. Yeah, and the other, the other thing that became challenging about writing the book, which, you know, was part of my, my kind of my website niche, was that everything has to start with a number. So it's very hard to make a sentence sound correct when it's leading with a, with a number. Um... <laughs> And that, you know, became challenging for me uh, to write. And then sometimes uh, for the editors to, you know, when they're editing, they're like, well, that sentence doesn't make it. I understand it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but we have to make it as much sense as possible because it has to start with the number. Yeah. So mm. that was the other uh, little uh, twist in there, too, which mm. which made it challenging. Nice. You should start it off with seven years in the making mm -hmm. and then go into it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Seven years ago, <laughs> a fun. long, long time ago, I was ago. sitting on a bench, <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> yeah, to in a Disneyland, right? far, far away. <laughs> yeah, oh, so all right then. So yeah, uh, I guess we're gonna we'll probably head back, but uh, before we do, one more time, just uh, we're gonna do a raffle raffle copter contest for one of uh, the signed books. Uh, so we'll announce the winner in two weeks in our next episode. Uh, Disney by the numbers, you can get on Amazon, or better yet, you can go to your website, right? What is that again? Yep, DisneyByTheNumbers.com. You get there for uh, free shipping and get it signed. If you don't want to sign, get it from Amazon. Yeah. Cool. cool. I'd rather have it signed personally, but that's me. So. Agreed. Yeah. I found that some people do and some people don't, and uh, I, I don't care either way. <laughs> I really don't, you know. Uh, some people say, well, it has no value if it's signed. And then some people say, well, it's more valuable. I still listen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just pick which way you want it. <laughs> I don't, uh, Any way you want it. I really it. don't. That's right. I, I'm here to help you, please you, yep. and make it more fun for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, then, man. It was a pleasure talking to you, and we're going to get out of here. But uh, And also, what's the name of your podcast again, really quick, before we get out of here? Because well, I'm going to listen to it as well. Yep, uh, Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, you can find us at Disney Parks Podcast or iTunes, Stitcher, all those kind of things. Cool. Yeah, because I'm, I'm always looking for a new Disney uh, Disney in general podcast to listen to, and I have a few that I, I currently listen to besides, you know, my own. But <laughs> Right, quality. yeah. I listen for quality control, so mm -hmm. got corrections <laughs> and all that. Because I probably said last week ten times already, and I didn't even realize it. So all right. I always do that. So Yeah. All right. All right, yep. then, sir. Yeah, we have fun. Yep. Well, thank me. Uh, thanks uh, for having me on. I uh, it's my pleasure. 
Yeah. And uh, if you ever need anything from Disney World, just uh, give me a shout. Cool. Right. And then good. when we get out there eventually, we'll look you up. As they used to say, we'll, just, we'll, we'll hit you up on social media <laughs> these days. I I may be out your way for uh, the expo next year, oh, so you well, may see you me. That's supposed to be a big one, so. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, sir. All right. Thanks. All right, guys, that was Tony, and I, I see quality control. I heard myself earlier. It's Disney by <laughs> the numbers, not Disney by numbers. So I will cringe every time I hear that when I listen back at this. So um, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. But before we do, sp- regular Space Mountaineer has something to say. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't checked it out already, check out that Disneyland Inside Out app um, at your app store. Also, check out MagicalPartnersTravel.com if you're looking to book a vacation anytime soon. Offering free quotes for anybody who's looking to book. Tell them all aboard sent you. Get that eye on the price. Guarantee. Guarantee. Um, yeah, I don't got much to say. You, know, you want some coasters, shirts, mugs, whatever? Uh, hit up the website, AllAboardPodcast.com. All it's going to do is really just take you to the Gmail of All Aboard Podcast. Uh, subject line whatever you want to order size color you know address all that stuff just put it in there um and i'll see what i can do well i can do anything on the coasters the current designs on the shirts mostly anything on the mugs uh, give or take some crazy designs but mostly just silhouettes on those coasters literally anything you want literally um full, full color full anything not just silhouettes which i think the coasters are my favorite so, um, and if you collect Vinylmations, I'll make those too. It just it goes really good with the Vinylmations. I just found that out. Uh, but anyways, yeah. And as far as two weeks from now, our episode, we don't have anything planned. Not yet. Which is weird because we had weird. a we, lot of stuff planned We, we did and we had a lot, a, two, a lot of stuff. You're right. And that's, now you took the words out of my mouth and I wanted to say them over again. That's redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So we're going to get out of here. And in two weeks, it's going to be a surprise for us and you guys. But uh, we will have that winner for the contest if you want to get that signed book. Uh, I'll have all the details on Instagram. I'll post it on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. So um, until then, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.